That's right. You've been wondering when it was going to happen, and now that you hear the music, your blood is surging through your veins. It's time to talk about Rocky. How do we put it off this long? I don't know. Maybe we didn't have the stamina. Maybe we didn't have the training. But tonight, we're going to be chasing some chickens right up here on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I am excited about this topic! You've been wanting this for a while, I think. The funny thing was, I forgot that I wanted it. Because I have (laughs) brought it up in the past. And it's probably on that ancient spreadsheet that we made back on like a stone tablet that we chiseled it into. (laughs) And I totally forgot. And then just randomly something came up on my YouTube feed, uh, an old video about Rocky. And I was like, oh, I want to talk about Rocky. And so I just I literally all I did, listeners, was text the group Rocky dot 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 question mark. Because <laughs> as, we all said, hell no. As I per usual, as per usual, we said last time we recorded that we would know what we were going to record within two days. So approximately eleven days later, <laughs> truth, <laughs> I texted that, and the deal was done. That's right. We're going to talk about the greatest underdog film of all time. All tonight. time. That's what's all I thought that took place at Notre Dame. <laughs> Okay. I thought that oh, took you place watched in that Milan, Indiana. <laughs> okay. Okay. This was not about football? Rudy's not a bad movie, but it is, is it pretty dang 90s. Uh, go Hickory. Come on. <laughs> Hickory. Hoosiers. Yeah. No, yeah. Hoosiers, Hoosiers is a announced, but I mean, we're talking single underdog. That's a different genre. Oh, the single oh, underdog the versus oh, the team, team underdog. Got it. Yeah. The single underdog. Single underdog. Is what's going it's on? Individual well, what about sport weird? versus what about what? Weird. What about oh yeah. Weird. It's so weird. Weird Al. The Weird, weird Al. Al biopic. He's a, he's a single underdog. Yeah. In that movie, I'm not sure that he ever was. <laughs> <laughs> the way he, no, he was. The way he hilariously depicted himself. He wasn't that much of an underdog. <laughs> Come on, an accordion. An instant, constant success. Yeah. Oh yeah, the accord. I guess he was underdog at, ch- at youth. A youthful underdog. Yep. But in terms of movies that are not 100% sad, Raging Bull. Actually, that brings up a whole other question because there was a movie where Sylvester Stallone and I am completely blanking (laughs) on the who? I, I was saying name. The William name, of the, the, name of the Italian friend in think. Raging Bull. Why can't I remember? You Danny guys. DeVito. No, for God's sake. You're, Al Pacino. So many listeners are so mad right now. No, he played <laughs> young Vito, not Michael. <laughs> what? My favorite movie, Bron- one of my favorite movies, Bronx Tale. He's in that. I, can't ev- I can never remember this actor's name. Daryl. No. Famous Italian His other actors. brother, Daryl. The guy from Taxi Driver. <laughs> Bob Newhart. <laughs> yes. It was definitely Bob Newhart. The fact is, you guys really don't know his name. You're not just goofing. Oh, and no. that is your I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're just, we're Dude, just... You don't know who's in... Ta- analyze no. this, but not Billy Crystal. Oh, Jody Foster. You mean, are you talking about <laughs> Robert Bastard. De Niro? Yes. Thank you. 
<laughs> Dear Dead Harold Ramos, oh, today I couldn't think of Robert De Niro's name, and my buddy was so retarded I had to name your movie Analyze This for him to go, oh, you mean Robert De Niro? So have that in heaven to sit upon. <laughs> I named Taxi Driver. I named Bronx Tale. Gary said Raging Bull. But still, Mike could not come up with Robert De Niro until Analyze This. You should have said Meet the Fucker. I should have said Analyze That. Yeah. Well, when yeah, you when you it. said when you were, I thought you were trying to think of some side actor. No, or that's the thing. I'm, I can never remember Robert De Niro's name. It is, Harvey Keitel. Is that it? It is literally, and this is this is true. Like almost 100% of the time, drunk or not, I can, which I'm more drunk or drunk. I'm more the former than the latter currently. I cannot remember Robert De Niro's name to save my life. It hey. is a curse hey. that is. Who, uh, Corey, life. Corey hey. that's Al Pacino, you son of a. <laughs> Corey, Corey. It's Robert De Niro. Say hello Thank to you. my little friend. I, I'd already forgotten. <laughs> so yeah, hello to my little friend. That's that guy. That's right? clearly that's Bobby De Niro, De Niro right there. Bobby D. <laughs> they wanted him to play Michael, but he was doing other stuff. I'm just saying. Uh, yes. What were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> the I think we were yard. talking about Chaz Palminteri. Yeah, I never forget Chaz Palminteri's name. I thought we were talking about the longest yard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, oh, Adam Sandler. That's yes. the one. Yep. Oh. Burt yeah. Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yes. I did a longest yard jump, the remake back to there the OG from Adam Sandler to Burt Reynolds. See, I explained my, my Robert De Niro. Robert Flippin' De Niro. Robert yeah. Milhouse. So I hope Niro. I wasn't in the middle of a point because so I'm not you finishing hate, it. You hate Robert De Niro. I think that's the point you're no, making. No, Robert De Niro was the was the fifty percent. Are you saying he's the Italian stallion? No. How can he hate somebody? Who doesn't oh, even know? oh! I was talking about the movie that they made later together. Sylvester Stallone and Bobby De Niro made a movie later called I think it's called Grudge Match, where like it's Raging Bull versus Rocky. They have different names, but that's Rocky literally the De movie. Niro. It's a satire. It's a satire. Like they're washed up old boxers that are analogs of their characters that made them blue famous. steel. <laughs> Like uh, why, are you, why are you just in Zoolander land? Around? <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand. You're just naming oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, so it's a satire boxing movies like Racky is a satire. I was like, Howie, movie. you quit naming nuts. Well, the, okay, over the top. Oh, uh, okay. One of these days, we're doing an over the top episode. That has to happen. Oh no, 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 no! Don't you? Oh, don't no. that movie's absolutely terrible in yeah. the best ways. That's why, that's why I never watched. <laughs> terrible Wait, like a I mean, fox. <laughs> If Rocky had a hat, he turned down backwards and gave him powers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He gave him <laughs> That's what that movie's about. When he turns his hat backwards. That, is, that is, like... is the best reductionist take on over the top I've ever heard. He has a hat, turns it on backwards, and then becomes a power. superhero. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because he does it every time. Somebody's robbing the bank. Let's go arm wrestle him. I, when I was a kid, no lie, my mom took me Hold and my up. sister to see Whoop. over the top at like Backwards. an old, like majestic theater with a balcony and everything. And I did not know that I didn't understand why Rocky and his kid were estranged until the end of the movie where I realized this wasn't a Rocky movie at all. I was also like, when did Rocky get into arm wrestling? I don't understand. <laughs> it's a side hustle. I literally <laughs> thought it was a Rocky movie, but they just didn't want to throw punches anymore. 
<laughs> he's like, I've retired from that. Yeah, he's I too found punchy. a new sport. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I do a little better one, you know. Uh, I get a semi truck. Right, I'm I've driving got... a truck. I found this oh, hat on a snowman. You should introduce us, and then Gives I got special powers. I wish I had theme music for it. Back in the day, on... well, we got to introduce us all, and then do that episode three. Oh, right, I need to do that crap. I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Hey, hi, Mike. Oh, there's Howie. Hey, Master Patrol. Hi, Corey. Hey, hey. Cross upon a data few, Mister Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Hey. Hey, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I know I would. I like hot dogs. I don't know why I'm suddenly hey, doing Harry Will Ferrell, Harry Carey over here. Harry if Harry. the moon was made of ribs, would you eat it? <laughs> Bottom of the four. Ironically, I'm three sheets to the wind. <laughs> I remember as a kid growing up in Chicago, like watching WGN or listening to WGN radio, and like walking into my parents' room and it's nighttime. And I've been listening to the radio, and I walk in, I went, hey, Dad, what? Which is how my dad usually answered me. <laughs> what? Don't bother me. <laughs> I said, why is Harry Carey drunk in the first half of the game? <laughs> and he's like, oh, that he just always is. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> I'm in Chicago, I'm listening to a Cubs game, and cause I think it was Cubs were playing the Reds, and he's wasted by the fourth. And my dad goes, don't worry, they'll trot him back in for the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> and it was the truth. They, he was so drunk, he would get replaced before the fifth inning. Yeah. Wow. And they bring him back in to sing the first seven words of take me out to the ball so game. And then he was oh, holding so he Yeah, he holds him so he doesn't through. topple out the window. Yeah, yeah. That is true. That is that is canon. They, he would lean out the window and someone hold like his belt loops or something so he wouldn't fall out. Drunk as a skunk, get the first few words out and the rest of it was just a drunken slur. It's like, and uh, yeah. All right. Would you eat yourself? <laughs> well, speaking about eating, uh -huh. you're going to explain mm -hmm. something. Yes, that's true. Back in the day, you Back said. in the day on our, our uh, mother sister uh, weird relationship podcast, Press Play to Save, uh, mm -hmm. which was originally the Better Kind Game Cast, we started a segment called. What's in Howie's mouth? Oh, and it's oh, as yeah. awesome as you would think it would be. And it has been on Fly Casual a couple of times. There have been many more attempts, but we just forget most of the time. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, I got some for Howie to eat. Oh, it's expired. <laughs> and uh, but this time, turning it on its head, Howie has brought something for us to taste. Yeah, oh no, Garrick has to pretend. Uh, now to set this up, pretending set this up uh we have a clip um <laughs> explain I, this clip for us so for all y'all's not in indiana there is a candy company in indiana called albanese Ooh. and they're located just off route 30 and i go past it all the time going to visit the in-laws in chicago and stuff like that and and it just looks like it looks so inviting there's big store and you see all these cars out front and we decided to stop in one day years and years ago and I discovered that their gummy, like, I love gummy bears. I always have. I cannot eat any other gummy bears now unless they have the A on their belly. Because their gummies taste better than, I don't know why all the rest of them still, like, why is Haribo still in business? I don't even understand. I don't know. Because yeah, gross. Albanese is spreading, like, wildfire. If you have, like, a local, like, fresh market kind of place or, like, the upscale grocery store, then you go into the candy section and you see their little, like, plastic tubs full of, like, gummy things. I can almost guarantee you 
They're Albanese gummies. Just you just look at it. It's a product of Albanese and you know whatever Valparaiso, Indiana, or wherever the heck they are, Merrillville. I don't know. Who cares? Doesn't yeah, matter. Closer to Merrillville. It's the west side of Indiana. Nobody cares about that. No, except the Jacksons. But we because uh, they're from Gary. That's the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Chicago spillover. Yeah. Chicago without the real Chicago estate taxes. Junior. <laughs> yeah. Um. And they are like everything they do is delicious there. Everything they do is scrumptious and delicious. You can even eat the dishes. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. And like they even literally had like a chocolate fountain. Is it in a the world store. of pure imagination? It or? is. It one hundred percent is. So I went look to the, and see. I went to the gas station. The snozberries taste like snozberries. Normally I pick snozberries. up some stuff to drink and maybe a snack or two. And I came across these Albanese ultimate Gummy bears. Ultimate. What makes them ultimate? Well, you'll find out maybe uh, in your mind. It says gummies not shown at actual size. <laughs> that makes <laughs> oh, thank God. False colors, oh, no. The colors are from real fruits, vegetables, and superfoods. And they have crazy flavors. The flavors sound very much like middle-aged white ladies. Alfonso mango. That's middle-aged white lady. Asian pear. It's mango, but it does the Carlton dance. Yes. Black currant. Blood orange. Crimson cranberry. Crimson Fuji apple. Queen pineapple. Oh, queen. And Rubus Raspberry. Rubus, Rubius Raspberry Hagrid. <laughs> the Rubius Raspberrius. So, um, they are. He knows um, his mummy. Gluten free, guys, just in case you're. Oh, thank God. Oh. <laughs> They're not made out of bread. Dang it. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want my joints all tied up in knots tonight. Uh, so, uh, I don't know what it means by colors from real fruits. But not was, artificially dyed, maybe. They even though it doesn't explain. They're dyed, so. just not artificially. I've had, no yellow six. I've had a few of these. What I would recommend, I'm not going to give my opinion, but what I'd oh. recommend is eating one at a time. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm not some kind of like, don't, I'm not some kind of psychopath just shoving different flavors mix, of gummy bears yeah, in don't mix. Face. Oh, I do. Don't but you can't do that. The flavors. So Ugh. grab, grab, grab. When a few. I go to Albanese, the cool thing I love about going to the fact, like the factory store, is you walk in and order whatever flavors you want, and they just scoop them out. And I always go for grape, blue raspberry, Ooh. cherry, and orange. So this is, oh my gosh, it smells like a garden. The flavor is yeah. in. Oh, go ahead. Oh my and- gosh. All right, I grabbed a fist, uh, uh, four of them. All right. A, a four. Okay, I have what looks like an orange one. All right. Grab, yeah, this looks like mango, and I hate mango, so let's Try see what happens. Yep. That's not bad. It's definitely mango, but it doesn't have the sulfurous, it's sulfur mu- taste that all mango candy has. It's muted. Has. It's not bad. Yeah. It actually tastes like juice. Holy crap. You know, the more you eat it, the more flavor is like explodes. Every mango flavored candy I have, I hate because they all taste just like sulfur in my mouth. I'm one of those people that taste weird stuff, but that tasted like fresh juice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that I mean, was I'm already good. an Albanese fan, but this is weirding me out. I was prepping for something crazy, but yeah. that was yellow? not crazy. I don't have a yellow one. I have a yellow. Here. How we get me a yellow one quick? I almost caught it. This pineapple. Well, there's a white one, and I'm assuming okay. That. The white the, normally they're pineapples white, but I these are weird. I don't know. What is that? That's just kind of a delightful little flavor. 
It's not real strong. Fuji apple. Fuji apple. That's okay. Fuji apple. All right. Ooh, that actually say, I does taste like a Fuji apple. It didn't taste like it didn't taste citrusy, and it didn't taste um, pineapple out. So I couldn't figure it out. But this yeah, is- on the on the on the end, it had notes of the the skin of the apple. When I swallowed it, I yeah. actually tasted the skin. Yeah, that made more sense. I'm freaking okay. out. That's crazy. All right, I have a red one now. I didn't think Albanese could actually. Well, do you have a red or a red? I don't. Purple. I have two reds. I don't have a purple. Red. I'll okay. need. A purple. I can't tell red. if they're the same color. Right. Oh wait, that looks. That's red. Ish. Okay. Here we go. Hmm. Oh, that's soft. From my pocket. That's the raspberry. They're hey, so muted. All these flavors. They're usually mm, with a candy like this. It's like an explosion. Mm. No, but it's it. It's not muted either. It just tastes so natural. Oh my gosh, these are incredible. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. What was the cranberry flavor called? Um, crimson cranberry. I think that's what that that was. I've oh, still, yeah, I've got another mango and another cranberry here, and I'm not complaining. I purple. hate mango purple. candy. Oh, there's purple. Right. Purple. It's got to be the black currant, right? Hmm. I think it is. My golly, these taste amazing. Oh my word! Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. I'm gonna buy these and smuggle them in my jacket the next time I get three dollars though for a thing like this. So not, I mean, it's not terrible, but not super cheap either. Still cheaper than theater candy. Yeah, yeah, cool. that's pretty good, man. That black currant—that's like completely different from any flavor I've ever had. How are we bringing in the win here with the Albanese Ultimate? If you don't have Albanese in your area, a pair. Go to the like locally owned. Oh, you got a pair over there. Oh, yeah. Go to the locally owned gas station and put pressure on the manager. <laughs> Sometimes they show up in grocery stores. Yeah, know, like Meyer and Mired up. Uh, well, around Target. here, but I don't know how far that reaches. Yeah, I don't know. There is seriously no better gummy come, and it's spreading like wildfire. It really is. Has been for a long I don't time. See any. Oh, yeah, that's pear. The pineapple. I don't like the pear as much, but it's not bad. You ate all the pineapples out before you got here. I only had like three or four. Now, so I, I get, I, may have, but. I frequently get the pineapple in my mix, but not all the time, but uh, but often. And um, they're really good. I wonder if it's any different because these are different than the normal flavors. The, the thing, yeah. Would you like a gummy bear? It's warm from my pocket. What movie? Uh, what movie? Strangers uh, with Candy. No, that's, that's a TV series. Uh, it's also a movie. Maybe. Oh, I, I, I want to say right, Napoleon Dynamite, but that's not it. No, it's not. But you're that's a that's a tots. That's a fair guess because what you're imagining is a school oh, bus, which is yes, accurate. yes, yes. It's um, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Thank you, friend. <laughs> I would have also accepted Kurt the Cowardly bear. Dog, which did a hilarious spoof of The Graduate. <laughs> That's a TV show. It was the end of an episode. Kurt the Cowardly Dog and like whatever the girlfriend analog, they they escape a wedding onto a bus filled with penguins, <laughs> and then one of the so it's it's like it's a bus full of nuns. It's for some reason spoofing. <laughs> So it's the end of The Graduate, but for some reason they're penguins, and then one turns and goes, would you like a squishy bear? It's warm from my pocket. And I was like, I have never given this show enough credit. Because they just went so meta, it's insane. That show was a trip. It was. One raspberry. One raspberry? All right, me. Me. Would you like some more here? There's some... Uh... That black currant. 
It's really something different. The current. Watching how we or the rest of our mouths. That's your theme music. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, that's a good raspberry. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a raspberry. The snowsberries taste like snowsberries. Of Rubus raspberry. Mm. Rubius. Rubius. Mm. Rubius. My gosh. That's the closest thing to eating fruit, but still guaranteeing it's unhealthy. <laughs> I could go eat fruit, but why bother when I can eat candy that tastes like fruit? So nine pieces is a serving, four servings per container. I had almost a serving. So it's good for you. Um, 22 grams of sugar. No, sorry. Whoa. 13 Whoa. grams of sugar. 13. Oh, 13 okay. per serving. 22 Ooh. grams of carbohydrates. Car- Carboload. Before you work out with gummy bears. There you go. Honestly, those that's that's wild. I never buy the uh, the normal Albanese gummy bears. I always buy the butterflies because the butterflies are the standard flavors. The gummy bears, like the normal mix that you find, are kind of like there's a few flavors in there I don't care for. They're kind of, again, white lady, middle aged white lady centric. Like they're trying to capture that. Oh my gosh, that's the cat market. <laughs> Whereas the butterflies are actually just straight up like cherry, orange, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's me. Give me the mini butterflies any day. Howie, thank you for sharing those. Oh, I appreciate it greatly. Mike, do we have any news? Uh, news. We play the music. <laughs> I'm gonna need help if we got news. I feel like there's something. And it's Here's just some news. on the tip of my tongue. Garrett got news. I know he I know does. He usually news. does. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I, I, we do have to make a correction. I, I take that back. Oh, you know what? I'm going to tell you some news real quick we, before you make a correction. Before you make the correction. Okay, go ahead. Because that always has to go at the end where nobody's listening. Oh, <laughs> true. That's the way the papers do it. <laughs> the Mandalorian trailer drop. Yeah. Right. <gasps> yep, yep. Oh, listen. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I was excited about it until you guys were like, it told me nothing. I don't like it. Okay. (laughs) That was me. Don't say you guys. Okay. Corey said. I was the one raining on your parade there, Babsy Streisand. I don't like trailers telling me too much. So this was just a little peppering. I know. Like when I said it, like I knew it's it's a double edged sword, right? But I was like, there wasn't too much that went in my palate that wasn't in the teaser way back when that showed like, oh, yeah, he is going to gore, going to gore, Wundergore. He is going to go to Mandalore. Yes. You know, as was teased in, uh, right, exactly, (laughs) in Mando 2.5, a.k.a. Boba Fett. Like, we got that. Right. And so this one was just like here's all your favorite hits like it <laughs> didn't really go here's something new other than man there are some mandalorians that you have not seen before and but i think i think we even got that in the teaser we didn't we get a shot of all of them like jump jumping in somewhere yeah there was more but i yeah. i what i couldn't tell and maybe this was good that i couldn't tell i mean we know that mandalorian that that Din Djarin's sect is the one that's gone nearly extinct. Yeah. But um, Katie Sackhoff and her ilk are still yeah. around. Yeah. So I don't know if it's her ilk. that. Yeah. The- you don't know. Like, is he uniting the houses? Like, because right. he comes from the, the Death Watch, a.k.a. the yes. Watch. Right. That's where the his- ones that don't take off their helmets. The and bad guys and rebels. Right. They were the, the ones living on the moon. Right. Uh, and, yes. and yeah, I can't remember that. What's the name of the moon? I, I remember it if I was sober. I can't remember. Um, but 
yeah, like he actually comes from the bad guys. That's why he's got one of House Vizlik there, which is played by John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Be- Viz- Vizlik? Vizla. 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 Because they were the bad guys. They were the ones fighting against Sabine and her sister. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're the purists. Yeah. Yeah. So their whole way of the funny thing is their whole way of maintaining purity is giving up on purity completely. But you have to pretend that's why you don't take off your mask. If you take off your mask, we know every we all have to acknowledge our diversity. <laughs> so leave your mask on. That's their whole thing. It. I actually find it very interesting how that's evolved. But yes, as you said, we don't know if it's a hodgepodge or right. one side or the other or what. But. The show has previously led us to believe that all of them are gone except for the armorer, right. Paz, right. and Din. Correct. So whether they scrape some more together be... or if some have just, maybe there's just some Others wildling mandos right. that we've scraped together. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Wildlings, yeah. Bringing them all together. He's yeah. Well, all maybe the they're out recruiting like Luke was doing. Yeah. I mean, they got Grogu now. Yeah. 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 He's back. Luke lost Grogu, so. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, well, dang. He had him for about well, 15 minutes. Dejarin is like, oh shit, Jedi are starting to stock up. It's about up time we do that too. Yeah, right. We hate those. We hate those guys. <laughs> yeah, he's got that little Mando ring mail. Yeah, he got got the shirt on the boy. Mithril, strongest uh, dragon scale. And there's a nice little tie in between Rocky and and uh, Mando because he's an underdog. Because I of the Tigers played in both series. Yes. Okay. Yep. Huh? Oh my god. <laughs> I think my balls just finally dropped. <laughs> if Mando started playing the Rocky theme, I'm pretty sure I would just die. Well, what you don't know is that it's a montage involving Grogu. <laughs> Grogu using all like the, the, the Siberia workouts. Yeah, there you go. He's like lifting logs and stuff like yeah, that. He's carrying a big, big branch. Except he's just standing there and moving his arms around in the forest and doing it all, but he's still going, ah! <laughs> passing out after yeah. he's done yeah. <laughs> awesome i'm in for that no carl weathers carl that's true mando and rocky have the you that the connective tissue right there sure. apollo creed in the mando bam bitches yeah yeah that dude man he black died don't, on black Earth don't crack went. yeah man he, he does good. not look that old compared i mean to back in the day my gosh a lot of times past y'all like Close to fifty years, and that dude still looks good. How does that even possible? He's great too, man. He is too. I, just, I love how enthusiastic he is about being in this show. He just—he's like a kid in a candy store. You know, I loved when they cast him. Remember, we were all like, "Oh yeah, Carl Weathers." The only other thing he's done is that Adam Sandler movie. Like nobody, rem- you know what I mean? Chubbs, yeah, Chubbs. Like every, like it was just like, oh, Chubbs's hand. Like we all like Carl Weathers. Why don't we have more Carl Weathers in our diet? I don't know. And we do now. We do now, and that's what's important. It is. What else we got going on? Born in '48. All right. Uh, Do you guys want me to do my correction, or do you have anything else you want to discuss? Mm, You do you. Okay. So when we did our last dump, we had a little news segment, and Uh timing is sometimes an issue. (laughs) (laughs) We got called out, and we were so enthusiastic. So we were so enthusiastic about Henry Cavill returning as Superman. Uh, correction, Henry Cavill is not returning to Superman. I'm so sorry. Fired. I'm so sorry. Now, now, be careful what you say there, because James Gunn uh, says he was quit. not fired. Also, by the and time he's this airs, he face. might be rehired. <laughs> he was not hired in the first place? That's what James Gunn says, is that he his contract was done, and we never called him back. You know, 
I I question that and I don't. Well, like there was Henry the whole... Cavill could have been a good Superman, but he is tied to the worst DC movies of all time, and not for no fault of his own. I know, right? No, not at all. I it love... sucks, but it is. Yeah, that's weird that they brought him in for the black. Which, Adam by the way, trailer. actually does. I know that does um, kind of tie into a new news thing, which is James Gunn's announcement of all his projects coming up. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> that true. list of projects, which. When you, you, when you sent that list, I don't. I could here. Yeah, pull quick. it up. I put it I, on the Flight Schedule Discord, okay. which the listeners, you could join by going to betterkind.com and clicking on the Discord link. Garrick's got it. So when I read this list, I was like, what is this? That number one, Creature Commandos. Yeah, I know. Like, wait, what? Huh? Is that like DC's version of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or something? Um, I don't, I don't, no, wait I don't a minute. Know. I have didn't no. They already, didn't they already do that with Suicide Squad? If you scroll down, are oh, you in yeah. Discord right now? Yeah. Okay, so scroll down where I posted the video, and underneath I explain what all of those are. Uh, now, creature uh, creature thing <laughs> might I might not have explained because I think that no, one was a cartoon. That yeah. one's a cartoon. Well, there's Waller, which the Amanda Waller probably yes. off of. Right. Amanda Waller's in That's, 70% of what they've been doing lately. Do we really want that? I thought it was kind of weird, but it's, well, it's James, young Amanda Waller kicking It's names, James Gunn's. I mean, she's a Suicide Squad character, right? I know, yeah. So, but she's 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 had cameos in other. I parts. know, but my I think my my guess is that do, James Gunn. This is James Gunn character, so he's going whole whole hog. Do you yeah. want Amanda Waller I to be the Switzerland of DC? <laughs> I, Do you I, want Amanda Waller to be the still center of the turning wheel of DC? I don't care. That's the answer. I think I think they're going to separate like what Marvel's doing where they're having streaming and theatric. Yes, that definitely it definitely seems to be a heavy mix of streaming. You're right. Like HBO centric streaming. Cuz she's in the HBO Max show which, you know, Peacemaker was in there of course Amanda Waller's reference. I, I can't remember if she's actually in the in the show itself, but she's Colt, she is. She, she definitely, yeah, she definitely is in several episodes. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Which, by the way, subtext to this before we even get down on this list, um, Aquaman two and the Flash are in. Flash is Weird. what we expected. Flash is going to be the reset the, for the new DCU. It sounds like they're still going to use like a recut of the Ezra Miller. Yeah, well, I don't know Miller? what they're yeah, doing. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Yes, they will. They will. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure the form now is not what it was. Yeah, it's, they're <laughs> they're probably gonna like almost Joss Whedon on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Phrase. That's what it sounds like. I mean, I'm good. I, I still want that movie in some form, even if it's a. I guess train wreck. I still want it. They're just gonna CG him out, all of them. So you're no, gonna have, you're gonna no, have they're Flash. gonna CG more of him in because they can't shoot <laughs> any more scenes. With you're him gonna have Flash, and you're gonna have Aquaman too. And I think the only reason you're getting those is because they were already in development, mm-hmm. filmed, done. So yeah. and and I, you're getting a new Supergirl, not the same one, right? Yeah, just a, a, that's a totally my different. One. That's my guess. <laughs> I didn't look into it too much, but Supergirl is going to be in the Flash. There's going to be a Supergirl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, but Supergirl is in the Flash. They've already cast the cast her, but I don't think that she's that. Do they use a former porn actress? No. Okay, so they're taking a different route. I think so. <laughs> um, but I don't think that's going to be the actor that they're going to use in the Supergirl movie that they just announced. So Wait. Mm. What? Why wouldn't they reshoot the scenes with the actress that they want in the movie? 
I don't know. Maybe they will. I I just don't know. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. That's my guess. Yeah, Superman. I mean, Legacy. if they're, I, I my guess is if they're resetting everything, that everything that happens in the Flash and all those characters and all that stuff. I mean, if we're, I if mean, we're getting rid of, if, if it's a, if we're getting rid of Batfleck, then they can do whatever. Right. They want. If we're getting rid of Batfleck and we're getting rid of Henry Cavill, Batfleck's why? Gone, yeah. Why would you use a Supergirl from the Flash in the future? I, I, so, what were you going to say about sense. Superman, Garrick? Um, I think um, James Gunn was teasing. Uh, he was reading the comic Superman All Star. I don't know if you guys are familiar no. with that. Re-enlighten us. <laughs> All-Star. I mean, All-Star Superman. It's uh, it's like a very popular Superman, one of the most popular Superman runs where Superman is dying because Lex Luthor like, messed up the sun and he only has one year to live before his powers run out and he dies. Whoa, so I've like, never heard of this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, I need Garrick to review comics more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so he goes around trying to finally like per- put permanent fixes in for like crime and a bunch of other stuff. To make things better for humanity. And it's really like uplifting and kind of cool. Like it's just Superman doing cool stuff because he knows he's about to die. So he's trying to put stuff right. I was wrong. Yeah. I was sorry. I was trying to give Howie uh, hand signals about gummy bears. (laughs) But I was listening to you. I was listening to everywhere you said. And that actually, I've never heard of that series ever. And like that whole idea of like Superman with a clock running out, that turns everything on its head. That sounds that, really interesting. That seems weird to me, though, because the way James Gunn described the new movie is called Superman Legacy is that that's the real launching point of the new DCU. So mm-hmm. why would you launch with a character I don't know. that's dying? It, that's, Who knows? That's just what he, he smoke just, mirrors. All he did is he just showed a picture of him reading the comic. That that specific comic. So who knows? He's probably just messing with. Everybody. He loved. He loves messing with yeah. fans. That's <laughs> could be. That's yeah. what worries me about James Gunn, though. Too. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how. I've said it since they hired him. <sighs> I'm like, it, James Gunn is a creative madman. I mean, he was. Is he an actual franchise? He was fine. Genius? I was I gonna know. say he was fine for Suicide Squad, but like the DCU in general. Was he? I, I, was he fine for the Suicide Squad? Was I, he? Was that the kind of movie you build a franchise on? No, that's why. But it's Suicide Squad is Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's not the base of the, no. the whole thing. He was good for I'm Guardians he of was, the Galaxy, not the Suicide Squad, which was a passable film. And Peacemaker was entertaining, but it was not. Neither of those are something you build treat, a franchise on. I, what I'm saying is whether it's Suicide Squad or Guardians of the Galaxy, he treats those movies with a lot more humor and slapstick and meta and all that stuff. And I don't know that that's what DC is known for. DC is a much true. more... No, that's true. But they, I think the thing is, they know that there is Zack Snyder muscle shirt. I haven't made that reference in a while. <laughs> muscle shirt wearing like wiener, like flogging, like ball jerking nonsense was way too melodramatic. They yeah. know that now. They have to know that now. Because Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman was the biggest hit they had, and it's because it had Chris Pine and some light humor in it. And Gal Gadot, yeah. But Gal Gadot wasn't enough to save that second one, which was an absolute abysmal failure. They, it seems to me from looking at this list as they're trying to do what Marvel does and make each property like its own genre. Like I agree. Like you got uh, Brave and the Bold, which and Booster Gold, which Booster Gold's like probably a comedy. Mm-hmm. Is Supergirl's probably like your typical like action movie? Supergirl Swamp Thing. Supergirl which is probably a horror. <laughs> yeah, Swamp Thing is going to be a a DCU adjacent horror film. He said that in the video. 
And even then, I'm actually really looking forward to what they do with Swamp Thing. Um, that yeah. Supergirl, that has me Supergirl is going to be an origin story, um, but it's based on a comic, one of her comic runs. And New Fifty Two. No, it's not New Fifty Two. <laughs> but I, but the way he was describing it, it seems similar to New Fifty Two. I just remember that you really, you I and I it. both really enjoyed the I Supergirl did. New Fifty Two. I, I did, um, even though it was totally silly. We both loved it. Yeah, it was very silly, and we're both really dumb for the OG movie as well. Yeah, right. Right. Hello. So, but but it's basically he's saying that the Supergirl (laughs) Supergirl's more jaded than Cal L is. So her her interesting because she you know because she shows up in today which sucks. Well, Cal (laughs) Cal was raised by loving parents and all that stuff. Yeah, but Kara is. Like she's lived, she lives on a rock that used to be, you know, whatever, and she gets thrust, yeah, whatever it is. So he basically said that that's what her origin is going to be, and you know, her life was hell basically. So yeah. when she comes to the scene, she's going right. to have a different life experience. Although, although it's hard for me to give up the wide-eyed innocence of Helen Slater's Supergirl, that does sound quite interesting. Yeah. So and <laughs> that that's cool. that was kind of even though they're not using D fifty two as the template, that D new fifty two, not D fifty two. New fifty two, same thing. D fifty two would be like Disney's That's a huge dice. Disney's <laughs> earning call, yeah. but it's Man, like you a, roll that. You don't know. But the when. new, it's new the 50- one that comes before the other one. <laughs> new fifty two Supergirl had a similar type Thanks, thing. Yeah, she showed up like kind of like what the hell's wrong with you? Like she was already like well, adult she, age. She she was adult and she showed up teenaged. and what last time she had seen Cal, Cal was a baby, and then when he shows up in the new fifty two. Because, like, space and time yeah, screwed like, up. Yeah, she's like, what the heck? You're all grown up. You're yeah, not right. my cousin. And yeah, so, yeah, and she had a hard time of it. So, And she actually never did integrate into society, so they set her up with the red lanterns and all that stuff. You remember that part? I did not get that far, <laughs> Mike. I had a child and a wife and a job. <laughs> I read the whole run, so. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh. That is something. I mean, there was a recent run of Supergirl called Woman of Tomorrow, so I wonder if it's based on that. Interesting. Yeah, I can't remember. But So no news, huh? No, it's news. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Green Lantern series. It's a buddy cop series. Oh, do tell. Oh, what? buddy and cop series. Finally, someone's been listening to the podcast. And went, you know what? <laughs> if they're going to take Fly Casual's Obi-Wan idea, we're going to take it. I think the series is it's going to be an HBO Max, and it's called Lanterns, I think. And it's Hal Jordan is going to be one of the two. Sure. There's two Green Lanterns, and it's basically... If they don't do Jon Stewart, it's automatically racist, right? Like, you have to have Jon Stewart in anything that says Green Lantern on it, right? Do you? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I say that because, A, Jon Stewart was black, and also he was badass. I think Jon Stewart... Stewart. How's Hal Jordan like old school like white dude and and uh, gotcha. John Stewart like basically modern. they said it's yeah, gonna be mo- like like guy. modern like more that would be gruff. great that would actually be great would be cop it'd be like a Lethal Weapon yeah it would be <laughs> I'm getting too over this <laughs> I'm gonna re- I got two days from retirement I mean, the way the way he put it was that uh, it's I want Green Lantern on the toilet with a bomb yeah there you go yeah I can't <laughs> move. Uh, it's it's uh it's Two Green Lanterns protecting precinct Earth is how he described okay, it. Okay, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's <laughs> yeah, Hal Jordan weapon. and John Stewart. And John Stewart, yeah, it's two days from retirement. Hal Jordan for some reason was transported forward through time, so he's still a young, brash pilot, Hal Jordan. 
Yeah, they're yes. they're a, they're captain of their precincts like Sinestro, and they, they drive him <laughs> so nuts he just goes evil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're just Jordan. Mean, they're just mean to Sinestro all the time. <laughs> yeah. Sinestro becomes he goes to the Yellow Lanterns because he's just so beat up by his captains. Yeah, it's one part Police Academy where they're just playing pranks on him all the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> They put yes. the super glue in the shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Sinestro. I can't remember. I can't, I love Police Academy, but I can't remember the name of the dude they were all supposed to. And there were two guys. The one you just mentioned was Police Academy 2. Two, yeah, right. And that was the guy that looked more like uh, Beretta. Yeah. I, but I then there was the other guy, them. which was the dude from Short Circuit that yes. was in all the rest right. of the movies. Today, gentlemen, today. That guy. Oh my gosh! Why can't I think of their names? I don't know, oh. but we have to do a police academy episode. Mauser, Mauser is a guy from the Mauser's. One. Yes, yes. He was originally supposed to be in the first one, but then he uh, schedules conflicted. Holy crap! We do need to do a police academy <laughs> episode. Know, yeah, we I do. had no idea. Yeah, he was supposed to be in the first one to end. But in the meantime, one. before we spoil any more of our upcoming police academy episode, it's yes, time yes. for the pork and spider. Do it. Again. I don't know if y'all know this, but they made a number of them Rocky movies. Yeah, like 12. And in one of them, they got the Dolph Lundgren dude playing a dude named the Ivan Drago. That's the only other one I saw. And Sylvester Stallone was all like, hey, man, y'all don't want to like fake a punch. Like, hit me. He did that a lot with the different actors. Like, go on, hit me. I'm five foot six, but I can take a punch. Like, go on, hit me. And Dolph Lundgren hit him. <laughs> And sent him to the ER. Oh shit! Because his heart, his heart dome bumped into his ribs. Whoa! <laughs> and started swelling at a rapid rate. Oh no! It's all right. Oh. He's still around. <laughs> He's fine. We're Speaking all fine of here. Guardians again, are we gonna get more uh, Sylvester Stallone in the Guardians movie? You think? Oh, oh maybe. That's a good. No, question. he died. Dolph Lundgren killed him. No, no. <laughs> you do you even watch the Rocky Fours? <laughs> Hey guys, oh, time, it's time to talk about some stuff. Hey. <laughs> Every time I hear the montage theme from Rocky at the top of the show. <laughs> My balls grow three sizes that day. Are they like a fireball? Yep. I want to let I want to let uh Sancho know that it's time to mark your bingo card because I'm about to mention college. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go again. One of the things shut up, you know what's coming, Derek. One of the things that as the goon squad came together in college, one of the things that was the, I mean, the center of it was watching Simpsons right after dinner opened up. Like oh, you had to eat yeah. dinner in 15 minutes or less. So you get back to watch Simpsons. But the other thing was every time a Rocky movie came on TV, it was like a happening. Like the, the squad down in the basement of that uh, freaking dorm building Whenever there was a Rocky movie and people they walk in and we're like six of us watching a Rocky movie, sitting there quietly with an old like turn dial TV up on a shelf. 
and then the, the group would grow and grow and grow. And then it was an understanding. And I, I feel bad for the people that didn't know this when it happened, but they were standing around just like, like in the back of the room, just standing there watching when the theme started for the, the training montages, we would stand up without saying a word and start kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> and a couple of times I remember people would like be like, what the hell's going on? Like we literally started like, just start like training and beating on each other and stuff like that. And there were no more than no, no fewer than two or three times where I remember people actually just randomly joining in, like walking in the room. It's immediately joining into like the haphazard mosh pit. That was us just losing our minds for the Rocky training montages. Rocky, baby. Uh, yeah, man. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. This movie predates me yeah. by three years, which means it postdates Mike's by 20. <laughs> it predates Star Wars by that one could, year. Actually, yeah. three, but yes. Oh. I was three years old when the Remember came seeing out. it in the theater when you were three? I did not see it in the theater. Laying there with your with your Game Boy across your parents' lap. It doesn't come out for another 13 Game years. Boy and his bottle of beer. He had a bottle of beer <laughs> with a nipple on it. That's all they did it in the 70s. That's right. I had yeah. my I had my palm alls wrapped up in my sleeve. Oh, <laughs> uh, your little onesie. <laughs> Onesie, yeah, yeah, dude. Seventies, that was a different time. <laughs> it was. That's where they, that's where they put the baby on, like the the front dash, you know, as you're driving. So yeah, you just like squeeze warm, it up know? there, wedge it in between the windshield and the dashboard <laughs> so it doesn't roll off. <laughs> Kids are jumping around the back seat. Yeah, you lay you lay the baby up there, and then the no 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 no, give him a, give, like really squeeze him in there. Or Otherwise, if you're fall right off. Or if you're real lucky, your dad had a pickup truck. He'd just jump around in the back. Yeah, back of the truck. Or yeah, or the station wagon. <laughs> We're just sliding around on the Teflon in the back of that damn thing. Who put the seats down, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> the seats down. No, sit there. You put the seats down. You're just literally sliding around, getting like brain, like getting CPE. <laughs> like whatever it is the NFL players get, bouncing around, hitting your head on every device. Ah, uh, the seventies. Uh, there was no 70s. devices back then. <laughs> well, no, like they had. They had the seats in the back of the station wagon that would fold up sideways so you could sit sideways to yeah. ensure that you got car sick. Yeah. <laughs> Remember those? The sideways Dude, they fold had up every seats? configuration of those back seats. They oh, had my the gosh. two that one that faced the back way and one that faced, you know, because you had three levels and or you could lay them all down. It was just a big flat. Oh yeah. You lay storm. them down and then lay the back seat down, and then it was just it was a hockey ring. It was a back free there. for all at that point. <laughs> yep. And and the backs of the seats were just made of like aluminum or something. Like, See, that was my favorite because we always had station wagons growing up. And they're, well, I'm one of six well, kids. Yeah, At yeah. the time, we had four. So when we go visit my four, mom's yeah, family. Your, par your parents had a round two. Yeah. You had <laughs> right. four station wagons? No, no we had oh, okay. four, four kids. kids because we had four kids that were all relatively the same age. And we go visit my mom's family in Illinois. We take off on a Friday night in after Hoopston? work, right? And no, it was Streeter, everybody that Streeter, I know Illinois. that like, went to Illinois, I just decided it was Hoopston. Yeah. No, no, no. We'd have the back seat down, and we all had our uh, sleeping bags back there and would sleep. Oh, yeah, dude. The <laughs> waffle fry of sleeping bags. That's right. So, wait, who needs the like the bacon lattice work? 
of sleeping bags in the back. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yep. I've had a couple of station wagon rides with the sleeping bag in the back, but it has been like since I was like seven. Oh, like, yeah. I'm freaking out remembering I that. I know. Wow. Different time in the seventies and early eighties. Yeah. I remember I remember being small enough to like curl up into the fetal position in the wheel well in the back seat. Oh yeah, man. Like, okay, my sister's gonna stretch out across the seat, so I'm just gonna curl up behind the passenger seat like a freaking cat. <laughs> And sleep for six hours yeah, on man. a car ride because because seatbelts were for yeah pussies yeah that, that, those those are for leftists <laughs> bunch of bunch of green those party weirdos, weirdos. Out in California <laughs> what what the heck oh my gosh I'm I'm the hump boy I'm gonna yeah. ride the hump to Disneyland it's just Disney the same thing I'm hump boy I'm, I'm the hump the boy I'm riding the hump <laughs> oh man so Rocky so Rocky is a good movie yeah man <laughs> is yeah. it Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I got to say, I haven't seen this movie in years, but I, when you brought this up, I was pretty excited because it gave me an excuse. It, this podcast always gives me an excuse to watch good movies. That's the only reason we do this. The listeners be damned. We're just trying to keep each other <laughs> entertained, alive, yeah. really, at this point. So I was like, man, I haven't seen this in years. I'm, I'm really excited about it and uh, and tore through it today. And I just, I, oh, and, and, oh, you know, oh, I was oh, telling oh. the guys on the porch before we came down. It's funny. On the I porch, love, baby. <laughs> I love... Watching movies now that I'm an older adult, you yes. know, with kids and everything else, because it gives me a totally different perspective on these on these movies. Because yes. I remember as a kid watching Rocky One, and when do they fight? Yeah, where's the fighting? When's There's the punching no happen? Okay, he's chasing a chicken. That's right. Cool. So, and that's a young man's brain, but an older man's brain who's had some life lived and everything mm-hmm. else can you know you can appreciate the character development, everything that went into this. Yeah, and then also. Knowing this, the backstory, what happened in the background to get this movie made. Oh yeah, I mean, all of this is oh, the rags yeah. to riches story, man. It's, it's. I remember my dad like trying to explain to me why Rocky was good when I was a kid. I didn't dislike Rocky because in the eighty, like in the especially in the early mid eighties, we didn't have a lot of films aimed at us. Yeah, like kids' movies weren't as much of like fifty percent of the market share like they are now. Right, and so. We were into, like, when I was five years old, we were arguing over who's going to be Indiana Jones, who's going to be James Bond, who's going to be Luke Skywalker. That's all we had. Right. So Rocky was up in there, mm-hmm. even though that movie was a drama Definitely. from the 70s. Right. Mm-hmm. Not in any way geared for kids, right. but not necessarily exclusive. There's not anything in it that thematically would exclude kids either. Mm-hmm. But it's an underdog story where at the end, people are beating the crap out of each other, and that's... Yeah, that's all you had to be an action movie oh, back yeah. then. Even if in no way it's an action movie, not right. in any way. Yeah, I like yeah, the part really in not. the fight where they weren't hitting each other. Yeah, that was <laughs> the best part. That's always the best part. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh wait, like, you mean it, during the fight? <laughs> yeah, like is this WWE or? I, yeah, I it got a little Dukes of Hazardy. So bit doing research on. on this also added a lot, lot to the experience as well. Um, yeah, the more you learn about Rocky the movie, the more you respect it. Right. So. How this all came about was, I believe, uh, Sylvester Stallone was actually auditioning for a role in another movie that he ended up not getting. Yeah. And he's talking to these showrunners, and he goes, oh, by the way, I'm a writer, and I do have this screenplay. Which he wrote in, like, three days. Yes. Based on... On a yellow legal pad. Yeah. You can tell he wrote it in three days. You shut your (laughs) mouth. This is actually based on... just because this isn't about buttholes specifically doesn't mean you can hate on it. It's actually it's awful. actually based on he wrote this after he watched a, a, a Muhammad Ali fight. Yes. In a similar circumstance where it was basically a 
a no no name exhibition kind of fight situation that was not supposed to go, go all that the way. way, and it went. And actually, just like in Rocky, um, Ali is taken down in the first round. He, yeah. It's the first time I think Ali had ever gone down or something like yeah. that. So it was. Um, so he had a lot of inspiration there. Wrote this screenplay, and uh, like I said, it was a situation where he just like, "Hey, I've got these guys in the room. I'm gonna tell them I have a script." Mm. And through some conversation, they now read mind the you, Sylvester Stallone is every bit Rocky off screen as he is on screen. And you have he's to, just this guy that could barely say anything. about like when he talks, he sounds punchy because he did grow up. I mean, up this like is early seventies Stallone too. So yeah. this is pre his. He's got nothing. He's literally has nothing. He was making $35 a week as an usher at a theater. Yep. <laughs> yep. If that tells you anything. So MGM turns around and says, we, and he goes, I, I want to be in this movie. I want to wrote the movie. I want to be in the movie. Well, they offered him $350,000. $340,000 for the script to walk away and let them make it. And let the them movie. do it right. But apparently, he had enough foresight. There was an asterisk in there that said <laughs> that if you lower the budget below one million dollars, they no longer can exclude him from starring in the film. And they lowered the budget to less than one million dollars. So Sebastian was like, "Hey, <laughs> I want to be in a movie." Exactly. And he's 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 like he stars in the movie. He gets paid three hundred fifty dollars a week, which was SAG scale. At yeah, the time, funny. he makes basically for a lead actor dirt, but ten to, times as much as you make him before. Which, by the way, yeah, talking, right. talking about the casting, <laughs> talking about the casting process there because he hadn't established himself yet. They're casting. Um, he's kind of an ugly dude. They're, well, they're casting Apollo Creed, right? Yeah, and so there's and Sylvester Stallone and um, Carl Weathers are sparring in the ring. Yeah, and at one point, you know, Weathers is going pretty hard at. Salone and Salone's like, hey man, it's just a, just an audition, you know, take it easy. Yeah. And and Weathers turns around to the showrunners and was like, hey man, if I had a real actor in here, this might be a little bit better or whatever. And the guy started laughing. We're like, that's your that's your leading man right there. Yeah. And they they said that Carl <laughs> Weathers looked back at him and said, well, maybe he'll get better. <laughs> and and, he didn't. and Sylvester Salone. <laughs> Sylvester Sloan said he hired him on the spot. <laughs> He's like, because that's, that's Apollo guy. Creed. Right. That is Apollo Creed. That's the right. funny thing. Sylvester Sloan had so much power in the making of this film. Yeah. Even though it's amazing he, that he, he was, was a nobody. Absolute nobody. A nobody. But somehow the wires crossed in just the right way to actually make him, other than the writer being an actual powerhouse in the control of how this right. film was made, to the point that, spoiler, that year, when Rocky won Best Picture, the producers got up to go up and accept the award, and they they turned to Stallone and said, "Come on, come on, come on!" And he goes, "No, no, no!" Like he won, like no, it's your day because that's Stallone. Yeah. And they're like, "No!" And they they and so they got him to come up, and and he didn't he didn't have a speech. They got up, yeah. one of them said their speech, and he says like, "Oh, like five words," and then the other gives a speech, and he goes, "Oh, and that was it. Because <laughs> he had nothing planned, because he had no intention. It was he, in his mind, even though it was his baby, that right. he kind of had a crazy amount of running, and it was their show because right. he knew his place. And 
Yeah. Well, yeah, right. And he was humble about it. Yeah. But just, I I think people need to understand the scale of he this thing, He was ugly too. as hell. <laughs> he was. Stallone well, was an ugly dude. Yeah, and he's little. He's like 5'6 or something. He's, hey, shut up. He's a small guy. Shut your mouth. I'm just saying. I'm shut, adding we, to what you're We've saying. got it where it counts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to give you some idea of scale on here. Like, seriously, he's my height. People that, <laughs> I get it. No, I'm not even joking. Like he is actually my height. Like he's a half an inch. But to give you an idea of the scale of those films, because you mentioned you mentioned one picture of the year and all that stuff. Um, It was actually the biggest movie that year too. This is 1976. Where and there were some powerhouse films out that year. Yeah, and it had a budget of just under a million dollars. Made 117 million dollars. Yeah, that's and and 75 month or 1970s money. Yeah, but even even (laughs) screw adjusted for inflation. Look at the ROI on that. Yeah, right. It's, it, it's, that is, that's insane. 1,700% that's not, or something? That's, yeah, that's not 1,000%. That's like way higher than that. Right. <laughs> it, Won three Oscars. Yes. Yep. Right. Oh, by the way, Sylvester Stallone. You shut your damn mouth. Sylvester Stallone is one of only two actors in history to be um, on this film. Him and Charlie Chaplin are the only two that have an Oscar for writing and for picture of the year. Now, it's ironic that you would bring that up. And here's why. Charlie Chaplin. Writing. Charlie Chaplin was blown away by this movie. Oh, really? Charlie Chaplin invited Sylvester Stallone to come to his house. Oh, had no idea because about he this. in France because he was so impressed with this underdog story and yeah. this underdog writer that he wanted to meet him. And Sylvester Stallone, because everything going on, turned him down. Charlie Chaplin died later that year. Oh, man. And Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone killed him? Yeah. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> regretted <laughs> not taking up on that. Oh, that's but not let right. me, I that But was let going. me go one further. There was someone else who was so impressed with this movie and its underdog story that really, really felt something personal about it and wanted to meet. Oh, this Sylvester is the Elvis. Story. So Elvis reached yes. out to Sylvester Stallone and said, "Come, I want to watch Rocky with you with in you. my house, right, <laughs> in Graceland." And Sylvester Stallone had to turn him down. And Elvis died later that year. Uh, so Sylvester Stallone people. is murdering everybody. <laughs> they did confirm though that Elvis did watch it the private with a private screening screening of that movie with his friends. Though, yeah. So. Yeah, that was pretty funny. but Sylvester Stallone was not there. No, he was not. <laughs> they said, the, the article I read said he was too shy. Like he just he that's just the didn't feel yeah. Like he that's the other there. thing. Like Sylvester Stallone, like historically, even back then, even though he had the balls to write this movie and the balls to have like as much control as he did over it, due to the fine print, like Sylvester Stallone was widely painfully shy. Which is the funny thing because if you actually get the character of Rocky, which we haven't talked about the movie hardly. At all. The character of Rocky is, you know, he's punchy, you know, you know, like that's the big thing. And then my dad, that's how he explained it to me. I didn't understand what punchy meant. My dad had to actually explain, like, well, he's taking so many shots to the head that he's not quite right. Yeah. And that's why, like, every joke that he tells Adrian is god awful. <laughs> right. But it endears you more to him because here he's this tough guy. He's actually, like, practically working for organized crime. Right. But he's he like doesn't, a lone shark. Yeah, he doesn't. He like you know they tell me got to break this guy's fingers and he won't do it because right. he's got some heart even though he's doing the worst. And he here he is in like Central Philly, taking on these horrible jobs because that's all he can do. And he's not he's not mad because that's all he can do. It's just what he does. But he still doesn't want to go that mm-hmm. cross that line, right? You know. And then here he is. He falls in love with this girl who works at a pet shop. 
And she's homely as balls. Forget the fact that she's actually, you know, <laughs> cold blood. She's actually very attractive. <laughs> she's got big glasses, so she's ugly. I mean, <laughs> you take the glasses. Movies off, have though. proven that to us time and again. But Adrian, yeah, she's working at pet shop. He brings back this like crappy little studio apartment. Introduces to his turtle. What are his turtles' names? I wish I'd looked it up. I forget. Cuff, Cuff and Cuff Link. And Link. Cuff and Link. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which, by the way, I read this That's bit of trivia Yes, I know today. what you're going to say. Cuff and Link are still alive as of 2019. Yep. <laughs> he has kept them all this time. All these time. years, they're still alive. Yep. Toidles have a long lifespan. Yeah, they Eric. do. Yeah, they do. And, uh, and yeah, I, I did know that. I like I'm glad you brought that up. I like Toidles. I like Toidles. <laughs> but, um... You know, and she's got this abusive brother, Polly, right? And that, I mean, like, it's funny because here you have a movie in the 70s, right? The 70s movies are slow. Yeah. They're usually hyper-focused on one, maybe two characters. And you get this character where you get introduced to Rocky, Adrian, Polly, none of whom are like your standard Hollywood fare. Right. Polly's kind of like the abusive brother. He does have a heart, but he just doesn't believe the world. He's a drunk, so he's he a does. drunk, and he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have faith in the world to do anything right. So he just doesn't believe anything good. And you got to understand, nineteen seventies Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, this is like it's almost worse than now Philadelphia. Yeah. So <laughs> got him. And then you you know you've got Mickey. God damn the Penguin Burgess Burgess <laughs> Meredith, like. He was so old in this movies. It's hard to believe that grumpy old Ben was like 25 years later because he's the same age in those movies. He was great in this movie, by the way. He, oh, Meredith. Mickey. Are you kidding me? The Do you remember the whole uh, the in living color sketches where where Jim Carrey would play like Mickey? Oh, he's man, like, no. I want you to eat Skittles and crap a rainbow. <laughs> like he would just yell out, like, I want you to eat this and crap that. Oh, those were classic. <laughs> and I mean, we're talking seriously. I mean, we're talking that's 20 years after the movie came out, you know, uh, the first movie. But yeah, like Mickey, Polly, Adrian, Rocky, Apollo, yeah, the bad Apollo guy. Great. Well, bad guy in Quotey Fingers because he's not really fingers. a bad guy. He's not. Like the scenes that have Apollo like talking to, like you're kind of like, yeah, I get this guy. Even, yeah, I, I loved him because he's. I mean, he's the champ, but he's a quintessential businessman. He's a well, he's I a mean, dick, but he's yeah, he's pragmatic. Pragmatically, he's a dick for show. Right, right. That sounded weird, but yeah, dick pics. He's a business dick. Hell, I even loved the character development yeah. with his manager. You know, oh, I love I, his. Manager. I love the scene where it, him, you know. Apollo and the lawyers are planning in the background and he's watching he's watching this television footage of this guy that he's supposed to be who's in a meat locker hitting yep. steaks and he's like, Champ, you need to come over here and watch this. And he's like, Ah, you know, whatever. I'm done in three, you know, yeah. blah blah blah. And he's like, I, I I don't know. It was just it was there is a level of a complexity there that is absent from a the seventies was a I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on record. The seventies was a crap decade oh, yeah. for movies. It was terrible. I mean, not all of them. <laughs> There's no some good 95, stuff. That came out. <laughs> 95% movies that came out of that decade were absolute garbage. Most of them. It was a lot of young up and comers with no quality control. But some of them struck gold. The graduate and, come out in the 70s? That was 1968. Yeah, 68 oh, is shine. So yeah. close. Very close. close. Well, well played, sir. No, I mean, you've got your Godfathers and your Star Wars. Yeah. and So there was some... Your where, where somebody actually had a budget, Superman's they actually the produced... Oh, yeah, Superman the movie, yeah. But yeah, the 70s was... A, was a, 
It's funny because the standouts were amazing, but Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was well, most terrible. of it was it's you know oh, exploitation films that came and all out in seventy nine, right? Yeah, seventy. Okay, seventy nine was a big year. There was a lot of stuff changing the rules in seventy nine. After Star Wars, it really started picking up. I'm mean, there's. It's not. I don't think it's unfair to say that. Like Star Wars changed turned Hollywood on its head. But that's why there's nothing better. No, than Jaws. Star Wars. Yeah, Jaws came out too. The first yep. blockbuster. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Jaws. Halloween. The but Halloween back movie. to the Rocky. To the Rocky, the Sting, the, which is the, better. Oh, I love the Sting. I'm the, naming all the movies better than the Rocky. The Rocky, like it had first Planet of the Apes. It was. Let me compare it to Timothy Zahn's Star Wars to get Garrick's attention back. Oh, it spent enough time developing its foil, like the bad guy, to make you understand and respect the bad guy. A lot of people in Star Wars Legends talk about how Thrawn is one of the greatest Star Wars characters of all time. Apollo Creed is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best cinematic foils of all time. To the point where now they've got a whole new... How did they new, develop him? A whole new... Because, they like... They made him a dick, and then that was it. He no, was no. Time. They made him a dick who then, like, didn't win, but then won another shot, and then became... Actually became came to respect the the guy who finally unseated him, who didn't expect to, and then oh, died at the hands of Russia, Garrick. Well, you're talking. I was just thinking about the first movie. I, I've only seen the first one now and the fourth one. Oh my god! Well, in the fourth one, he dies at the hand of Russia, Garrick. I know. So from my my perspective, if he's a dick, and then he fights the Russian guy and dies, that's his whole story. No, no, actually. <laughs> Rocky three, which is one of my, I would say my lesser favorite Rocky movies. Um, Apollo actually has like a whole other character arc there because mm -hmm. at that point he's basically said, all right, I'm not going to beat this guy, but, but he actually looks at Rocky and goes, you're going to get beat by this other guy because you don't have what you had when you beat right. me. What, what, what didn't he have? The I of the tiger there you go <laughs> oh yeah i have the tiger like the song yeah yeah the song for the movie and that's the thing he says he's like you've lost what you had you can't beat this guy because when you beat me you had this and you need to get this back in order to beat this guy oh, what did yeah. he have i believe it was called fight. the eye of the tiger ah, there we go yep. did he rise up to the challenge of of the rival of his rival yeah dude yeah that's exactly what he did. He stuck his prey in the night. Bro, I feel like you're right there. Nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that was the cool thing about Apollo Creek. Okay, I like Apollo Creek in the first movie. And then at the end of the first movie, he's like, or the beginning of the second movie, he's talking trash because even though he won the fight, that's, a, again, that's one of the great things about Rocky. Rocky loses. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah, a lot of people of, don't understand don't that. Real, yeah, it's kind of subtle and it's hard to, to pick out. I it mean, is. there's a there's clear, a lot going there's on. There's a clear at the end scene, of the film. yeah, because uh, there's a clear scene. They they go the the distance or 15 rounds, and they've basically just beat each other to a pulp. Yep. Um, but they do come out and say it's a split decision, and Apollo Creed wins eight seven. Now, why does that make a good movie? Because Rocky was a no name from the club. Literally, no one name. He was a no one, and they wanted to set somebody up that was easy for Apollo to be. Right. But Rocky, who's dumb and punchy, is like, oh, it's my style. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to chase some chickens. And like, so he actually works hard for it, and they get the, 
Oh no, no, you get the pop, 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 pop. Yeah, bump, 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 bump doesn't happen until the third movie. But happens, and then he runs and he runs up to the Philadelphia Art Museum, <laughs> and he he like does some like air punching oh. up at the top of the stairs, and the kids chase him, and it's great. And so he actually works really hard to become this just thug on the street to a guy who would actually go up against the champ. But the champ's thinking all along, this is nothing. I'm this is a nothing. Dude down, right. No big deal. But because it goes all those rounds and he only, the champ wins only on a split decision, Apollo Creed's ego is hurt. Mm-hmm. Because like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be nothing. So Rocky two is all about, yeah, I won, but now I want to prove that I can earn it. Right. And so Rocky 2 is kind of the same story again, but Rocky actually does win. Beat the champ, yep. And at that point, Apollo Creed gets his humble pie, and he's like, all right, all right. I officially twice have misjudged this dude, and he has the eye of the tiger. Boom. Which you need to defeat Mr. T, a.k.a. Clubber Lang. (laughs) Is this like a Metrovania Movie where he has to hundred percent. You got to get the rockets yeah, to bust the bubbles. Rocky three has Mister T and Hulk Hogan. Get the, he's got to get the eye of the tiger from the boss. Yeah, and then use it's, it it's the like an RPG game. game. See, I feel like Rocky yeah. two is an excellent sequel to Rocky one. It's I'm just a pickup of the story. I almost feel like you can eye consider those two movies the same thing. Yeah, but Rocky sort of. three is where it gets kind of ridiculous because it's like, all right, now you're successful. Let's see what happens when a boxer fights a wrestler. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Like it's just kind of like silly, but he's dealing with success. But then Rocky right. Four happens. Oh no! Yeah, Rocky Four was the best one. Rocky Four is like, okay, you are the champ. <laughs> no one argues that you're the champ. You are the undisputed champ to the point where you have a robot in your house for, for some reason for your birthday. <laughs> Rocky Four was like, how can we make? The 80s a movie. Yes. <laughs> like, that's exactly right. It All is the, the quintessential. It is an it is 80s movie. A defining and that's what makes it 80s so movie. Yeah, that's why I love it so much because it's just like the stupidest 80s. It's typically, it is the 80s. Yeah, like, like whereas said, it is. the first movie is a drama. The second yeah. movie is a climb back and earn what you earned in the first drama. The third movie is just like a, I don't know, Five fifty percent montages <laughs> to fight Mr. D. They know and the, it works. The fourth movie was straight up the Cold War, but with gloves <laughs> on. I must break you. It like was so good, straight Iron up. Like, Drago. Like, like James they were Brown Bond villains. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Brock, you know, living in America. Dolph Lundgren <laughs> and his team of Russian steroid injectors. His girlfriend or wife. And or yeah, his girlfriend, which is Red Sonia. Yeah, the chick from yeah, Beverly Sonya. Hills Cop. You know, right? The chick who was on like she was like dating Flavor Flav on that VH1 show or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. What was her? She was like Nielsen. The, Nel- Nel- yeah, Bridget Nielsen. Bridget, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and and, and, and right. she dated Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I'm bringing it tonight, baby. <laughs> oh my! Oh. That movie. That movie. They come out and like. All right, Rock. Now Rocky's dealing with the fact that he's famous, and his boy, you know, his boy, you know, the you know, Rocky Junior, whatever the hell's name is, is like coming of age and stuff like that. But now he's got to fight the Cold War all himself. Why? 
because Apollo took another exhibition fight. Oh, no. You would have thought he'd have learned from and the yet, first nope. two. And Didn't learn. Even though we should have learned because Mickey died. He should have. Yeah. I want you to eat gravel and crap concrete or whatever. Worms. He, he died in the third one. So yeah. now Apollo takes an exhibition fight against... Dolph Lundgren. What was the character's name? Ivan, Ivan Drago. Drago. Ivan Drago. <laughs> Russian McRussia. Yeah, Russian, <laughs> Russian McRussia face. <laughs> and it literally named him Ivan. And he literally punches so Apollo to death. <laughs> so good. So good. So ridiculous. And so Rocky's like, well, I gotta fight him because he beat my friend to death. Nick's dead. He legally murdered him. Get this robot out of here. I gotta go to I gotta go to Jackson Hole and train. (laughs) Because now it's surprising that they didn't actually shoot the Soviet uh, scenes. In the Soviet Union. Yeah, I know. How do you right. get away they with did, that? They didn't hop the Berlin Wall <laughs> and uh, and scoot over there to St. Pete's. <laughs> they didn't sneak on, <laughs> get on a McDonald's truck or something. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald's truck. They did a, a Lee's. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. There weren't any Lee's trucks in Russia. They didn't have the blue jeans. They had to smuggle them. Yeah, that smuggled blue jeans. And that was, and that was the saddest part of Soviet Russia smuggling blue jeans. Um, <laughs> but no, like uh, there's these scenes, like these monstrous training scenes, amazingly shot and edited. I honestly, if you guys haven't gone back and watched Rocky Four recently, do it because I think you'll appreciate the editing and how like the music syncs up with what you're seeing visually and stuff in a way that mm-hmm. films normally do not pay that much attention to. And see these training montages, which honestly, I was joking about Rocky Three. Honestly, I think they make up like twenty to thirty percent of the movie. I'm not even joking. <laughs> but Rocky Four's montage, mon- it's like a du- that dual montage is so good. Oh yeah, it's the like, back and forth between yeah, Ivan training, yeah. and it's like yeah, like mentioned before, he's in the high tech training facilities, and then Rocky's mm-hmm. like like punching trees. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like training like a actual Russian. Like yeah, getting down, like becoming rush part Russian as part of his training, I guess. I yeah, know. yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's, it's like, like he's like up in the mountains of Siberia. Where it's, it's actually like it, Jackson Hole, it's Wyoming. That whole, like understand your enemy. Type yes, of in a way that your eating. enemy doesn't even understand himself. Yeah, and then Dolph Lundgren's like, I'm going to take steroids and run on this fancy treadmill. Yeah, like Brigitte Nielsen's going to shoot steroids in my arm and everything's going to be fine, and they're just going to have these digital numbers, and Rocky's out there like, I'm lifting up tree trunks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I absolutely agree 100%. I've always felt this way, even though I know Rocky is the superior film, and Rocky Two is the continuance of Rocky. Rocky Four is the '80s injected straight into your nutsack, like, and if you're or your lady nutsack, whatever you've got, Whoa. that's right where Rocky gets injected into. It is like, and you know, the funny thing was, a lovely lady nut. There's a time in the not too re, not too distant past where it was like, oh, you know, our relationship with Russia is not that bad. It's kind of it's kind of awkward to look back at the Cold War and stuff like that. And here we are, right smack dab in like a fight with Russia, you know, proxy fight with Ukraine. China's throwing weather balloons over us and shit like that, and with quote payloads hanging from them and we're right smack dab in the same kind of mentality where it's like can't we all just beat the shit out of each other until we get along 
<laughs> like, that's what Rocky Four was. It was like I'm gonna beat the shit out of Russia, and then Russia's gonna chant Rocky, and be like, oh, you know, let's just peace and stuff with his fist in the air. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, peace and stuff. He single single-handedly ended the Cold War. I mean, seriously, at the end of yeah. that fight, all of the Russians because they fight in Moscow, right? And every and Gorbachev, they have an actor playing Gorbachev there. You remember that? The dude with the stain on his head? Yes. They <laughs> actually funny. have an actor playing Mikhail Gorbachev in the movie. And everybody in the crowd is chanting Rocky at the end of the fight where he actually beats Ivan. Wait, Drago. is that where Leslie Nielsen bends him over and rubs Brigitte them? Nielsen. Oh. Oh, Leslie sh- Nielsen did not show up and be like, <laughs> I, thought, I thought he wiped the little Fred red mark Drevin off of his was not in Rocky. <laughs> oh, man. Wrong Nielsen. Sorry. That would have been pretty cool if he was, though. That, actually, I'm not going to lie. That would have been enjoyable. <laughs> but, yeah, like, literally, they're all the Russians are chanting Rocky, and he's like, oh, we could just peace, give a piece of chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I, it is so reductionist and so like uh, I want to turn my brain off and go, yeah, humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that movie's great. So then Rocky Five happened. What was that even about? Uh so Rocky Five was a boxer named Tommy Gunn, which and the actor was a real boxer in the real lives. Came along and he wanted to be trained by the champ and Rocky had lost all of his money through like bad investments and crap like that because, you know, life. And so Rocky decides to train him and he's once again, he's battling his work life balance and stuff and he trains him. But then a dude who's totally not good, totally not Don King, we swear, even though he's got gray hair, the six straight up in the air. Uh, recruits Tommy Gunn to his side, and then Tommy, instead of being this kind of like innocent dummy who Rocky's training, turns in immediately a total a-hole. And basically, they decide they got to throw Rocky under the bus because reasons, and there was a big street fight at the end. It is, I would say, of all the Rocky movies, and this includes Rocky, Rocky Balboa, and the Creed films. Rocky Five is the worst one, but I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, still worth watching. The street fight at the end is bad ass. It is brutal. It's one of the best fights. You guys know you can go back to the Rocky movies and see these telegraph punches. You can see these punches don't come within a foot of landing, <laughs> but they're still like a giant like Dukes of Hazard sound. <laughs> yeah. Head snapped back. Ow! The street fight in Rocky Five is like is second to none, and I believe, fact check me if you will, I that will. Rocky Five is the one where they got the the director from the first Rocky back, mm. which is why they I think why they kind of mm. took Rocky back to like oh he's poor again he's not rich yeah. anymore because they wanted to him to be just kind of a street guy you know don't understand what happened right. to his robot though yep. he doesn't have his robot anymore oh, man, man. It, the batteries crack. ran dead or something I don't know yeah that's a uh, John. Avildsen? Avildsen? That's the director. Yeah. And so Rocky V went back to the roots, but I don't think people were ready for it because Rocky had been building on success throughout the films. And suddenly Rocky V was like, wait, he's poor again? It wasn't the best story, but I think part of it was just because the guy who's playing the Don King analog was so spot on that it was a little too on the nose. 
the guy was clearly Don King. They might as well just called him like Ron Schming. <laughs> I'm not even joking at all. It's it's almost insultingly Don King. And so, but it was, I mean, I think it's still a fun movie. It's the worst one by far, but I don't I feel like it's the bottom of a of a barrel that's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't that it's on a shelf. It's on a high shelf. <laughs> it's a barrel on a high shelf that's not that deep. I'm I, making I think sense that dude's uh, character name was George Washington Duke. Yes. <laughs> not Don King is what his George character name Washington. was. Washington. Like you're looking at the picture, you know Duke. it, it is mean, straight up Don King. Duke is a royalty like Kings. Yep. Like it is straight up Don King. Flat out, no question. So, but then after Rocky Five, it's over for I mean, what, what like 15, 20 years, and out of nowhere, Rocky Balboa comes out. And it's all about Rocky doing uh, an exhibition fight in Vegas or whatever against a boxer who is not nearly as old, but a little washed out and a lot more showmanship. I remember going, okay, let's see where this takes us. I remember Rocky five. Let's go. I liked Rocky Balboa a lot. And at that point, the dude from heroes was playing his son. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Yeah. The dude from the, 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 from this the is heroes. us that my wife watches. Wasn't it Milo? Blah, 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 blah. Vindicamelia. Yeah. Vi- Milo. Blah, 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 blah. He played the son, which is funny because I, I remember the first time I saw him, I went, why does that kid have Sylvester Stallone face? <laughs> <laughs> he totally is the same lip curl that Sylvester Stallone was, has. I thought it was actually his son for the longest time. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, until I looked it up and finally I'm like, oh. Well, the first time no. I saw him, I think was <laughs> no Heroes. Way. And I was like, is this dude masquerading as not Sylvester Stallone's son? <laughs> Like straight up, straight up. So in Rocky Five, though, his actual son played his son. Oh, I didn't know that. Sage. Sylvester Stallone's real son played his son in yeah. Rocky Five. I remember that kid. Yep. But yeah. He, he died in 2012. Oh shit! Oh. What? Really? Thirty six years old. Thirty six wow. years old. Holy shit! Yep. Of uh, a coronary coronary artery disease. Yikes. Oh my god! I did not know that. Thanks a lot for shitting on my Rocky puck. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Oh my gosh. But which is the reason they got Milo, Milo to play Milo. his son in the next Which movie. is like seriously well, probably better casting. Actually, no, that, that I don't know why cuz that that came out in 2006. So I don't know why they cast. Yeah. And then after Rocky Balboa, which felt like okay, years later we close the franchise franchise. What shows up? The Terminator. Creed. Creed shows up, which is Michael B. Jordan plays Apollo Creed. in the face. Michael B. Jordan shows up to play Apollo Creed's Don't Do the Math, Long Lost Son. Also, his mom is Felicia Rashad, my girlfriend, a.k.a. Claire Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Don't do the math. Don't do the math. Came you, out in fifteen. Yeah, he died in eighty five. Yeah, don't do that math. That, I mean, he's like thirty. He's thirty, right? Yeah, don't do that math at all. But uh, how old is Michael B. Jordan nowadays? At the time, I don't think he was old enough to be he's, like more than. Uh, he's thirty five now. Yeah, exactly. He's a young man. 
He's a young man. Maybe he froze some sperms. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You think he's 35 now, but yet, like, how long ago, how long ago was he the, uh, was he Johnny Storm? Oh, forever ago. I know. And he's only 35. Right? But anyway, Michael B. Jordan plays the long lost son of Apollo Creed, and he seeks out Rocky to be his trainer. I will admit, I have not seen Creed 2. But I actually really out. enjoyed Creed. It wasn't as good. It wasn't super great, but it was pretty damn good film by today's standards, which most stuff is crap. So, yeah, there you go. The, the Rocky franchise. There it is in the nutshells. So and that, you said they had a Creed 2, right? Yep. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I need to I need to it get it out. 2018. I don't know. I know. It's from. It, oh. I know. It felt like it just came out. I feel like Felicia Rashad died in the first one, so what's my what's my motivation? Maybe I'm thinking of Creed three. When's Creed three? There's out? no Creed three that I'm aware. Oh, it's coming out this year, baby. Are you for real? For real, for real. Are right, you seriously, seriously, seriously? March third. Oh, hey, that's like next month. Holy crap! I had no idea. So Rocky was supposed to die at the end of Rocky five. And they brought when they brought on the original director, he said, no, no, no. Rocky's like James Bond. He can't die. And as far as I'm concerned, even if Rocky isn't. But that's not true because James Bond died. When? Oh, that's right. The most recent. Spoilers. Well, kind of. We don't really know. We didn't see him. (laughs) Nobody. There was just a bunch of bombs. There there wouldn't be a body. (laughs) 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 But I mean, like. I'm fine if Rocky isn't even in a Creed movie, if the franchise just continues as a legacy. You know, sparingly. Don't oversaturate. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Because it Rocky 1 was legitimately, at the time it came out, it redefined underdog films. It just needs to be the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, shit. Pass the mantle. Yeah. Do you know Creed 2? He fought... Uh, Ivan Drago's son or something? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I don't. I, I hope Rocky. that's true, because when I watch it, I'm going to be like that much more into it. Yeah. Mike, what's your earliest Rocky memory? Uh, well, the first mo- Rocky movie I remember would be uh, Rocky Three with Clubber Lang. Because really? Mr. T was... I that, mean, he was the hot shit. Yeah, I in mean, the 80, with the eighteen. I think that came out in eighty two. He was he was on different strokes, like two or three episodes. <laughs> I mean, Rocky Rocky three came out in eighty two, so I would have been in like second grade, third grade. So I was at an age where I was starting to pay attention to stuff, and where kids wanted to show off that they mm-hmm. had seen the latest and yeah. greatest. And then, of course, you know, around that time is um, the A team and all that stuff. So, you know, Mr. T was here. The A team, you know. The show with the intro that your wife can absolutely <laughs> recite with total accuracy in the proper voice. That's right. <laughs> and what well, married her, guys. Wife. She even does the bullet. She does. <laughs> 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 My almost fell off. <laughs> So that's my earliest memory. So, and then I would have, as I got older, go, went back and watched the first yeah. two. But for me, it's like Rocky was one of the first movie franchises, IPs, or whatever that mm-hmm. my that my dad while it was on TV one day, like I'll probably on like a Saturday afternoon, and I just wandered down, actually tried to like explain to me as if it had some level of cultural significance to him. My dad is not 
a movie buff. He enjoys movies, but he's not the kind of guy to talk about them. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the few that he felt like he should talk to me about. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, damn, that set the hooks deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Howie, what is Rocky to you? Um, Beater of ass, taker of names. Yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, no, um, I don't, I don't know the first movie I watched, but the one I remember, the first one I remember is four. Yeah, I yeah. before how he spoke, I I'm still holding them. <laughs> yeah. I held up four digits in yeah. front of it, in between us. Yeah, and Rocky I, Four was a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. I remember it was on TV. Constantly, I remember yeah. being terrified of Ivan Drago, dude. Yeah. I didn't know Dolph Lundgren wasn't Russian, and I really didn't know he was a PhD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, he's going to kill him, and yeah. of course he does kill he does. somebody. I must break you. So that was just fantastic. Hell yeah! It's like it's like a Rocky has to jump to hit him in the face. <laughs> he's so and tall. also he literally does. It's like Hell Little yeah. Mac playing Punch Out. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> Rocky Four inspired Mike Tyson's Punch Out. You heard it here yep. first. It's true. That whole that whole punch where he has to turn and his like face is facing <laughs> yeah. backward with the sweat coming out and the mustache. That's right. Because he's got to turn that hard to even reach the face. That's the music. That's the song from from yeah. the Mike Tyson's punch, punch out. out, aka yeah. later renamed Punch Out because Mike Tash, Mike Tyson was involved in Biting? allegations. Oh. Did I say Biden? Biting. Biting. Bite. Oh, right. The, uh, Vander Holyfield's ear. No, it was <laughs> even before that where he had like the, oh, the rape allegations and stuff like that oh. and everything went sour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old yeah. Tyson. But everything came full circle for him with the Hangover series. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is my now, favorite part. This is my favorite part. Now he is super into weed. Okay, so Who is I, I want right? to, we need to make a correction. Oh, again? Oh. Is how tall did you say Sylvester Stallone? I said five six. Well, five, Mike six. said five I six, said, I and five, I agree. Six, five seven, somewhere in there. Well, on Google, if you Google him, they say he's five ten. That is not true. No, because maybe in platforms, maybe in Tom Cruise <laughs> style shoes. He's wearing lifts. Yeah. He's he's not a He's tall. wearing sketchers with lifts. I mean, I could be wrong, now, but granted, I, I everybody around him is tall. I could have swore I read an article because today that, that Tom Cruise is five, like five five. He's actually shorter. Ivan than is six five. Yeah. Oh, that's a big dude. So that's a f almost a foot taller. And like I saw a picture of him, and it's like Seven it doesn't quite seem. Maybe we are. Maybe we are cruising yeah. Stallone. Yeah, maybe we are. Maybe we're applying the Tom Cruise principle. Oh, I yeah. just I could have swore that. I mean, that was one of the things that may, that maybe even Carl Weathers pointed out or something Yeah, when they were casting him. Like, how could this be the start of the film? Can you trust Google? Duck, duck, go that, Jamie. Pull it up. <laughs> Can you Turn IMDB him? Yeah, as, a, as a double check? Yeah, IMDB is definitely the critical it's, source of Carl's, measurement. Carl's, Carl's Weathers is, is, is 6'2". I believe that. He's, so not, he's not towering. He's like, Four inch difference. They looked about that. Well, I mean, say? dude, I mean, Hollywood camera, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, a, it's all about the angles. Yeah, it's all about the slow motion. In the angles. Thing. Well, yeah. this other thing. Uh, um, this other thing. Good. good Slubheights.com. <laughs> there you go. 
Has him at uh, five foot eight and a quarter. I mean, yeah, that feels more realistic. <laughs> yeah, eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter is funny. Oh, that quarter mm. in there. <laughs> that uh, feels hey. laser accurate. Yeah. We're we're like the exact same height then. Yeah. That. In an interview uh, with Longevity Magazine, he said, "I'm five ten. And in a you can tell because you can edition of the New York Times, you can measure the lifts in my heels. Added a fraction, saying I'm exactly five ten and a half inches. Bull crap, five eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Carl Weathers is seventy five years old. Dude, like black don't crack. I've said it already on this podcast. I, I thought he was in his like early sixties. I know man. he is a beautiful man. He is seriously yeah. a gorgeous dude. Yeah. Well, no, it's facial treatment or whatever. Yeah. He don't need it. <laughs> Sounds like he's five eight and wears lifts all the time. That's why I'm I agree. Five eight and lifts. I'm taller than Sylvester Stallone. Uh maybe if you get some lifts. No. I got sketchers. <laughs> oh fair. Fair. <laughs> got some this. Doc Martins I yeah. can wear. Got Shut the boxies. Got the got the Reebok pump. Gain <laughs> <laughs> an extra inch. Oh, they popped. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am so thrilled that you joined us for our Rocky uh, deconstruction and a slash appreciation podcast. I love this movie. I really hope you do, too. Um, And honestly, the franchise, even the worst ones still bring a grin to my face. But we are going to have to tie this one off because we're going long here. We got another podcast shoot tonight. That's I mean, Hollywood magic. Or, I mean, Indiana Magic. So, we're really glad that you joined us. But won't you please run out to BetterKind.com and join us on Discord, where we have conversations every day, things posted about whatever's going on, music, movies, TV, whatever you want to talk about. Bring it up with a subject with us. We'd love to talk about it with you. Join us there. Run out run out to wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice little review to reach more listeners just like you. I have no idea how much I am just compressing syllables together right now but hopefully I, it's you really can, i'm sure because i know coming, if i noticed really you're noticing more you're punching yeah it's really hey, coming together kind of you sound like sylvester Stallone. Yeah. my nose is down below my, my mouth have you seen <laughs> shots of like sylvester stallone when they got the best picture compared to now and you're like did someone like snip off an inch of nose overhang Got punched in. Maybe. Got Maybe they just punched times. it back into spot. That makes sense to there me. There goes. Yeah. So please do that so we reach more listeners just like you. In the meantime, punch, punch, I'm Corey. Punch back in. Punchy. You got to punch your nose back in like a broken nose, but instead of swelling, you, you just punch it to, back in. You wanted them to punch it. I don't want to hear EMT bullcrap, Howie. I'm telling you how biology works. <laughs> you told oh, them Mike. to punch it back in. Oh, there's Mike. 99. Oh, there's Howie. Five, eight and a quarter. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, there's Garrett. I think I could take him in a fight. I got like three quarters of an inch on him. All you gotta do is oh, bump yeah. that. All you gotta do is a few years. All you gotta do is bump that harp off the, the heart off yeah, the rib he's cage. Old. He's you bump of- you bump that heart in the rib cage, you send him straight to the ER and yeah. they put him in the scanning machine. It comes out and it says officially heart is jelly. Just give him the old dolph. <laughs>